this. Here it comes. This big. Give me a big boy. I love him. I'm obsessed with this. I want to see more rooms. <laughs> Look at that. There is my car. Bulls are working. Whoa. He's not even eating. He's not even eating. Barry, 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 back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. So bad. He's got, he's got some good ground speed. No, this is the linebacker. Run! Look at him! Look at him! Look at him! They had so much fun. Oh, Barry, no! Barry, no! He didn't need to rip it. Oh. Not just as like a side note, it's nice to see what it looks like on a darker skin, so you know what is going to happen to other people. Yeah. Oh. Aww. His little eyes. He's like, I just feel like she's just comforting. It's, yeah, it, she, she is afraid, to be scared. but it's like, yeah, he's younger than you. Oh, he doesn't want her to hurt herself. Oh, why did they always do the hand? Where else are you gonna do your foot? Anyways. My baby. At least he confided in her. Mm. Oh, my sweet angel. Oh, my baby. Oh. At least they gave him a burial. He's just like gone. Mm. You can't do anything about it, girl. Joel, don't read it as private. Oh. Welcome back to New Rock Stars. The Last of Us episode five titled Endure and Survive is here early and so are we. Oh baby. A show where giant mushroom men kill Nazis that <laughs> previously killed different Nazis and somehow they're all villains. The government's all Nazis. I don't think the bloater's a villain. Uh, this is The Break Room, <laughs> our daily show that keeps you updated on all the nerdy news that you need to know. And today we're talking about The Last of Us episode five. So stay out of the sewers and open your last can of beans mm. as we dive in. You know what's a uh, sad true fact? I finished my last can of beans last night. Oh, I no. had refried beans. You better get more beans. <sighs> Maybe. I'm Jessica Clemens, <laughs> and with me today is Brandon Barrick. Oh, hello. Happy to be here. Oh, sad to watch the show. <laughs> sad, sad to watch the show, but happy to be here. Uh, and Anna Vanston. Hi, my name's Anna. Oh, that's very sweet. You know uh. you know what my favorite sign is in ASL? What? Shrimp, because it's a little shrimp floating back. Oh. oh. I, I noticed, it. I think he would like this one for noisy. Does this, Oh, it's, like it's, the, it's the movement of uh, floating backwards, oh, okay. swimming backwards. It makes shrimp. Because when he was telling me you're being too noisy, he kind of went like this or like this. I don't know. Well, the actor is actually deaf. And he yeah, actually so much. I love all that representation they've had in so many yeah. things in the last couple of years. It's been great. Uh, we're so excited to talk about this episode. But first, we want to tell you that our merch partners at Nerd Riot have recently released a brand new shirt inspired by The Last of Us called Lost in the Darkness. Here it is. I have one too. There it is. Oh, baby, look for the light, you know. 
You can pick up this awesome shirt at nerdriot.shop where you will also find tons of great merch featuring new rock stars and other nerdy fandoms. Support the channel and rock some great merch at nerdriot.shop. Also, look at this jacket. Am I sweating on camera? It's because of this nice warm jacket. Right, no, it's probably because of the three layers you're wearing. It's also the three layers. It looks cool. All, all good actors. Am I sweating on camera? <laughs> all good actors wear three layers, at least. Uh, uh, this is the same jacket that Joel wears on The Last of Us. Not the exact same one, but you know what I mean. The jacket's from Huckberry. Uh, the costume designers of The Last of Us use a flint and tinder wax canvas trucker jacket from Huckberry for Joel's iconic look. So you can pick one up for yourself if you want to. Click the link in the video's description to buy your own, and that also helps support The Last of Us coverage here at New Rockstars. Uh, so rock it out uh, at your next con. It's con season, baby. Heck yeah. Rock it out with your jacket out. That's also, right. yeah, I think it's really good for pins. So if you're it's collecting great for pins, pins yeah. that'd be great. If you're a pin trader at Disney Parks, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> or a convention for Last of Us. <laughs> now, as a reminder, uh, the first part of this episode will be spoiler-free. We'll just be talking about what you saw in the episode. No game stuff, none of that other stuff. We recommend if you haven't played the games to avoid reading the comments. And if you're in the comments, don't spoil stuff. Uh, just, just be nice to everybody. There are a few foreshadowing moments in this episode for folks that have played the game. So we'll be leaving those out of the episode recap and covering them at the end of the show. But for now, let's get into our spoiler-free section of The Last of Us and talk about episode five. This episode opens with a oh-so-long and torturous flashback to the fall of Fedra, which we find was only 10 days ago in Kansas City, mm -hmm. which I was surprised to see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess it makes a lot of sense that Henry and Sam have only been on the run for like 10 days. Yeah. They still got that like pent-up energy kind of yeah. going. Yeah, they got that fresh, we're just starting camping. This, this to me was some of the darkest stuff I've seen on television in a long time. Oh yeah, the yeah. guy that was being dragged with knives in him. And a man being strung up, shot in the head, yeah. and then uh, all of that, you know, this reminds me of the previous episode when uh, Ellie was like wondering like, who's out there, is it Fedra, is it Raiders? And he was like, just people. Yeah. People, man. And I think mm -hmm. uh, we, we mentioned last time in, in the games, I don't feel like this is really a spoiler, they have on the front of the truck a guy with his legs cut right. off, like a dead guy, just like, to show how savage they are. Yeah, and yeah. this helped demonstrate the savageness, the savageness. that we're now, talking about this here. Fedra was savage. Okay, these were bad people that needed to be taken down. But in a time in the world when we all should be coming together and helping each other, we're only more dangerous and more violent. It's very scary. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so violence begets violence as the resistance brutally kills and hangs Fedra soldiers and informants. Uh, that was very dark. Henry and Sam are on the run, ducking between buildings looking for a safe place to bed down, while Kathleen tells a group of Fedra informants that they'll all be tried, but, you know, they're all guilty, so that's how that will go. Uh, but first she needs the location of Henry. One of the informers spills the beans, and Kathleen tells Perry to kill them all, and when he's done, burn the bodies, it's faster. <sighs> She's efficient. I guess yeah, she, that's one way to look at it. Even Perry was like, "Oh, we're gonna have, a, we're not gonna have a trial." And she's like, "No, we're not gonna yeah. have a trial, Perry. Shoot them." Uh, this is probably the smoldering pile of bodies that Joel and Ellie passed as they drove past the town in the last episode. Of. Mm. Uh, very dark. Uh, one quick note on Perry that we missed last week. He's being played by Jeffrey Pierce, who played Tommy in the game. If you played the games, you might recognize that voice. Producer John takes full responsibility for missing that detail, and we are not culpable We take at all. no responsibility. No responsibility. Uh, Henry and Sam make it to a safe house with Dr. Edelstein. This was the doctor that Kathleen will later kill that we saw mm -hmm. killed in the previous episode. Some time jumping going on here. Uh, and we learn that Sam is deaf. Henry proposes they escape through the tunnels, and Edelstein says, might as well kill yourself right here. 
Jesus Edelstein, no spoilers, please. Yeah. No spoilers. Uh, I, I, at first, I didn't know if if uh, they were going to make Sam deaf because I was like, you know what? That's actually really smart to learn yeah. some sign language in a post-apocalyptic right, right. world. I, I thought, yeah, maybe they're just being well, quiet. That was the leak that came out actually a long, long oh, time okay. ago that Sam was going to be a deaf character. They were looking for a black man deaf between ages 8 to 14. And mm. I guess this 18 or this 8-year-old really Nailed took uh, I mean, he did a great job. Cat. Great job. Um, cut to 10 days later and Sam and Henry are out of food, mm. realizing that Edelston isn't coming back they have to go out and find food on their own henry gives sam his superhero alter ego and as they leave henry watches joel absolutely murk some of kathleen's men which we saw earlier and i wonder how this dude could be helpful uh, we all wonder we all wonder uh, all i helpful? would just like to say again something that bill pointed out resource management okay you can't be wasting paint on the face yeah. all right also what's Where in that paint, paint? that's an outdoor paint hey, kid that's, yeah. that's not good for the and face. And you know what? He didn't wash it off before going to bed. Now I was no. like, that's terrible. He's going to break skin. out. He's an eight year old black boy. They have beautiful skin. Are you guys it's out true. of your mind? It's true. Henry but I'm just Sam. concerned about resource management with the paint. With the paint? What are they going to do? Paint? <laughs> so who's going to paint the steps? <laughs> Henry and Sam hold up Joel and Ellie, but this time we know those guns aren't loaded at all. Henry is clearly not great at this, but gets what he wants. I do love Ellie telling Henry that Joel has an asshole voice. <laughs> yeah. Happens to the best of us. The, this was written by John because John has an asshole voice. I mean, that, that, <laughs> John, producer John does have an asshole voice. John does have a great asshole uh, uh, I did love that. I mean, Joel is so great in this sequence, Pedro Pascal. And the moment when he's like, you ate, we didn't kill each other, let's call this a win. Well, I, see, <laughs> I, like I love when Henry was like, what, that's not, that doesn't sound fucking yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm okay. It's like, that's <laughs> okay. So everything's uh, good. It's great. It's oh, great. <laughs> emphasize the great. Uh, Henry tells Joel that he can get them out of the city. Joel has heard that the Kansas City QZ is one of the worst in the nation mm. and is surprised it's fallen. Henry says he's never killed anyone before while Ellie and Sam bond over the pun book. I, I do like that that little hint that like, yeah, word about how bad cities are gets out. I mean, we saw that in the first yeah. episode with the radios and we've heard oh, yeah. of tales of what's going on out there. But like, Kansas City was so bad, other QZs were like, uh, it sucks here in Boston, but at least we're not in Kansas City. I feel City. like that's the most you can do is just word of mouth it. Right. Uh, Henry explains that his plan involves using the tunnels under the city mm. to make an escape. The catch? Fedra drove the infected underground years ago. <laughs> and baby, don't it was you very smart. I mean, I did once they was said it? that. Well, it was it was a smart move okay. by Fedra. It didn't pay off in the end. Did uh, well, but it was a smart move because I, I didn't even notice that until they mentioned that we didn't see like infected stuff throughout the city no. ever. Mm. And I was like, oh, it makes sense. But then you like just it, think just long, I, and maybe that's Fedra. This is a very Fedra idea mindset. Uh, long term, it's gonna cave in. Just the ground, no one's keeping up with it. It's, uh, it's for maintenance. That's tomorrow's problem. That's tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be dead. <laughs> Henry claims that it's empty, but boy howdy, we saw the ground shake last episode Oof. and what came out of it uh, in this one. We also hear our first mention of the word clicker. Oh, in universe, baby. They, they use the terms we used in the mm. game. He was like, you saw a clicker and survive? See, I knew you were good. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, damn, you guys, just don't tell anybody what you did good. Yeah. In the tunnels, everything looks fine, and Henry declares the plan is good. They find the remnants of a community with a daycare started by a man named mm. Ish, and this is really sweet. The name Ish is a reference to Isherwood Williams, the protagonist from the novel Earth Abides, oh. set in a post-apocalyptic landscape, who also starts a community of pandemic survivors. This is a small detail carried over from the game. Oh, absolutely delicious. I did love, like, finding that painted room, and you're like, what, what, how did this happen? And, like, Henry being, or Sam being so excited to go in, and Henry being like, yeah, we found it, we found it. And I thought, Joel's like, no, stop, what are you doing? He also didn't check behind the door, Joel didn't. And I was like, just look behind the door. I, I do always I worry mean, about it. Just look to your left, It's like look when Ellie right. went down in the hole and like, just looked yeah. to the right. It's like, look to the left, look to the 
there's just uh, no camera to the left. That's the problem. Yeah. They did they frame that, that like something was behind the door. Yeah. It was very scary. Uh, Ellie finds her first issue of Savage Starlight. Yay. This is the comic from the game. It was right. great to see it. Endurance Survive is the title, or is like the slogan of this. Uh, and it was right last week that we did get our first look at it. These episodes. Congratulations. Give me, give me my camera. Oh, she dabbed right, on us. She's turning. She's turning. She's <laughs> infected. Uh, she's infected with dab. Henry tells Joel while he why he ratted out on the resistance. Mm -hmm. uh, Kathleen's brother Michael was, in his word, a man he'd follow anywhere. But Sam got leukemia and needed medication from Fedra, something we heard Kathleen saying to the informants, like, you did this for medicine and apples. Uh, so he gave Michael, the leader of this resistance, Kathleen's brother, uh, he gave him up to Fedra. Henry labels himself as a bad guy and really seems to hate himself for the things he's had to do for his family to endure and survive. Henry tells Joel, You might not be her father, but you were someone's. God damn it, Henry. <sighs> you make me cry anymore in this episode. Yeah, and you will. They're really good that, at it. That was like a heavy, heavy line. Yeah. I love seeing these two characters come together because they really judged each other at first. You know, Joel assuming that this, like, you know, guy is like a killer in Kansas City or something. He's like, I've never killed anyone. I'm just trying to take care of my, my deaf brother. Like, uh, we're just trying to do our best here. Yeah. Oh. I also wonder, do you think that uh, Henry, like, using the terminology of bad guy, I wonder mm. if that's sort of, you know, Sam's uh, not obsessed, but, you know, hooked on the superhero right. stuff and the comics of good versus evil. So I think the term, using the term, like, bad guy yeah. really... It felt connected to me. Especially with like another adult, like saying like, yeah, I'm a bad yeah, yeah. guy. I'm a bad guy, I'm a <laughs> yeah. bad guy, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Perry finds Kathleen in her child at home. We hear more about Michael from Kathleen's point of view and it does paint a picture of a wonderful man who took care of the people he loves. And we get a better understanding of why Kathleen is so motivated by her grief, even though Michael told her to forgive in prison. Yeah. Now that they're out of the tunnels, the group of four make their way through the residential suburbs of Kansas City. A sniper down the street takes aim at them, who we later learn is working with Kathleen. Joel makes his way to the sniper and kills him, just as we learn the resistance is making their way there now. That was a great reveal. I loved I it. I loved oh, that reveal. I loved it. Oh, oh. At first I was like, if there's no radio, is this man just working like, by himself? Is this old in a, man just waiting for someone to walk down the street? Yeah. I was with so a sniper? Yeah. yeah. I've been here 85 yeah. years. Don't you come in I did, love, I did love Joel Bailey too. Like, he's a terrible shot. Don't worry. Yeah. It's he dark wasn't and that bad. bad. He, like, he, was him him he wasn't that bad, <laughs> but he didn't hit yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> when he was running, I was like, Kim, you are one like second behind him yeah, every yeah. single time. Go ahead of him. I, I don't know how to hunt people. Joel takes out one of the armored vehicle drivers who careens into a nearby house. The vehicle explodes and falls into a sinkhole. As the resistance swarms Henry, Sam, and Ellie, a horde of infected uh. burst through that sinkhole, including our first bloater. Mm -hmm. They were living underground after all. They were still there. I, so that when, the, when it went in the tunnel, first off, Good timing for you guys. Congrats. I mean, great timing. Con good, great, great timing. timing for Coincidence, huh? Coincidence. You almost got executed publicly until now you guys all kind of did. But anyways, when it started going in there, I was like, earthquake? <laughs> I was like, earthquake? And then when I was like, oh, here they come! I was screaming. Oh, baby. Now, do you think that there were a lot of infected that yeah. burst out of there? Do you think that a good percentage of those were the people who were living in the tunnels, the community that was living in the I think they were definitely turned. swarmed up by yeah. that. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll touch on that here because all hell breaks loose and Joel takes out clickers left and right like it's saving Private Ryan and he's up in the sniper tower. Kapa! Kapoo! Kapa! Trying to keep his friends safe, mainly just Ellie. I think he's mostly concerned about uh, yeah, Ellie. Yeah, Sam and Henry were getting attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie narrowly escapes an infected girl that probably came from that same underground community. Mm -hmm. This little child 
in Blue's Clues pajamas, uh, doing a freaky little Megan style <laughs> bend over I, into the car. When she, I was so scared, and then when she did the back, I went, oh. Yeah. Real quick, was that <laughs> in a, 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 a small framed adult actress, or was that a no, child they a put child. that makeup that on? That was a child they put that makeup on, and they were like, we need a gymnast child. A gymnast child. We need a gymnast child. child. I think she's the same age as Sam. I, we should look this up after, because I'm <laughs> You think it was a child? I'm th yeah, I've done a couple of like monster calls for, okay. for TV and film Is that when you call like children and pretend to be a monster? That's exactly. No, it's in like auditions where they want you to show like your range. Oh, of like how you can like, like move. That, yeah, move. they talked about in the after show podcast for this on HBO. That's so great. Listen to it, please. Uh, when they were the clickers in the first episode, they found these like contortionist dancer movement people who like yeah. had played the game and like really knew how to do the movements. Uh, love it, love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kathleen, however, is not so lucky, and Perry gets his head torn off by a bloater. Uh, and it's great to point out that uh, Kathleen was the one saying kids die every day. Who kills her? The kid. Best one's for the kids, Kathleen. <laughs> Henry, Sam, Ellie, and Joel escape to a nearby motel. Henry again confesses that he's a monster for what he's had to do. He, so Joel is, I, I love this moment where Joel's like, hey, I know I judge you for being a rat, but like, if this is why you were being a rat, I get it, because I would do the same thing. Okay. Sam asks Ellie how she's able to be so brave, and Ellie confesses that she's afraid of ending up alone. <laughs> Sam shows Ellie that he's been bitten, and Ellie tries to heal him with her immune blood. With her immune blood. <laughs> In the morning, Sam is turned and attacks Ellie, and it's... I thought we had another episode. I thought we had another episode. Yeah. Henry has to shoot Sam, and after doing what he did to Michael, and now Sam, he turns the gun on himself yeah. and kills himself. It doesn't wait very long either. Like, I mean, yeah, it's your brother. That was you his put whole everything. Reason. Yeah, this is yeah. your only reason to survive. What else do you have to live for? Joel and Ellie bury Sam and Henry, and Ellie leaves an I'm sorry note on Sam's grave. The pair continue heading to Wyoming on foot. Uh, just heavy stuff. What do you call Just an aside, what do you call that thing with the what, magic? I had paper? one when I was what a child, but I forgot um, what that a, a magic, magic. It's gotta be magic. Well, this something. one was like a Woody Woodpecker one. I yeah. noticed yeah. they had like a faded wig. We had one growing magic. up yeah, all the time. We've all had those and things. It erases when if you know the answer, call in. Uh, it was like chalk on the bottom or something. I, I did love with that moment too of Ellie still in the room with Sam, which like God bless her for staying in that room all night, like, staying awake even though she did fall asleep. Uh, she's able to walk up to Sam because even infected, like Sam still can't like hear her coming. You know what I mean? He's still deaf. Like the fungus doesn't fix that. We saw the fungus made like the old woman able to like move and stuff again, but the yeah. fungus can't yeah, like make can't him hear him again. Just, just so intense. Uh, so as we dive into this episode, my first question for both of you is: Do you think Ellie actually thought she could save Sam with her blood? Was she just being like? Hopeful and trying to comfort him in this moment because he didn't know anything about her blood. Like she decides to show it. Is she just trying to like? She knows this is not going to work, and she's just doing it to keep him calm. Or do you think like? I think she was. She hopeful. had hope. I think she was hopeful because it's like no one's maybe no one's tried it, and that was actually mm. a good example of us knowing that no one has cut her open yet. But I think she uh, genuinely was like, okay, I know my blood is a medicine, but we haven't tried this yet. Maybe I can try. I don't think she was just doing it to make him feel better. I think she was like hopeful that it might actually work. That it might actually work. work. Yeah, what do you think I, I agree. No, I agree with that. I think that right now, or I, I feel like up until now, Ellie has sort of been the embodiment of hope, innocence in this dark mm -hmm. situation. Um, a, a ready to kill, infected innocence, but an innocence yeah. nonetheless. Um, and I, I think she thought that this would work. Otherwise, I don't think she would have like fallen asleep mm -hmm. beside him. Like I don't it think seemed she was all very to. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe she accidentally fell asleep. But I think, yeah, I, I don't think she thought he mm -hmm. was going to turn. I thought yeah. she, or at least I think she had 
a lot of hope that he wouldn't. It was worth a shot. Yeah. It's worth a shot. Yeah. Is it possible Marlene ever tried this with her? I like to think that Marlene, <laughs> we had her for a few days. Uh, it was like 10 days. Or so. I, I forget the exact amount of time. I think she had said, like, it's been 10 days. I haven't turned or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I would think maybe Marlene, when she's doing her test of, like, count to 10, show us your hand. If they tried, like, let's get a little bit of her blood and take it over yeah. to an infected and see if we could do I don't know if they've yeah. captured an infected. I could see that happening, but her not uh, disclosing yeah. that to her, that it worked or it didn't yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if you're like, applying oh. the scientific method to this child with an immunity that you found, mm-hmm. let's just try the first test we can. I'm no doctor. Take a little blood, mix it with a little another blood. Bingo, yeah. bango, spit also, on it, see what happens. I mean... Uh, that costs extra. <laughs> no, no spin on it. Um, Wouldn't it die? I, I guess it depends on who's the medical mm. professional with Marlene. Because I'm like, if it dies on hint of oxygen, what, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> to getting blood out and just if they had the medical need or the medical stuff there at the where the fireflies were. I bet they tried a little blood blood. But test. once you just like drop it on the ground, <laughs> no. If you did a complete transfusion, mm. I wonder. Oh, if you moved all of her blood all out it. into a new body, cycled it all out. Ooh, let's try it out. Let's try it out. But yeah, I'm sure. They, I think when she was in captivity, they probably did a lot more yeah. tests than we saw. But I don't think she would have been disclosed yeah. any of that. I would have been if it had worked. I would have been like, come on. That, that would have been too easy for me. Yeah. If this it had isn't worked. this isn't me at all as a way out. But I was like, I I start when I watch shows like this, and I especially when it's a child that's about to get killed, mm. I look up the actor. <laughs> Make sure they're uh, okay. But they <laughs> so, didn't actually kill them on set? Well, I just want to make sure they're having a help, a, help, uh, a healthy life. Oh, uh, okay. Because I'm just like, after seeing them play this sad, sad yeah. role, I'm like, let me yeah, make what do you sure. Tell this he kid plays on hockey. Set. He's like oh, okay. the first ho- deaf like, student hockey yeah. player at his school. And it's a big uh. thing in his hometown. But um, I started being like, oh, he was also, he knows what death is, unfortunately, and all these right. things because he was born during the pandemic. Right. So I was like, if... Ellie is immune. How many other kids that were born into mm. this are, could possibly be immune from different ways? Yeah, I was we'll like, maybe know, Sam right? is. I was like, maybe yeah. Sam is. And then he wasn't. No, he but was, I was like hopeful that he might He have absolutely uh, was not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah, very sad. Waited out maybe yeah. 10 minutes. There probably are other people, but yeah, how will we find them? You have to get bit to find out. Yeah. That's not the best test. Uh, um, yeah, you are right too that he's not, he's very accustomed to death because he's the one that asks right away, like, Hey, is that dude dead? Is Edelstein dead? Yeah. And like seeing his brother be like, probably yes. <laughs> like, well, we should go. <laughs> uh, things are going great. You're right on the money, my is guy. He dead? Probably uh, yes. Probably yes. Um, and I do love this idea too that he can. He thinks Ellie's not scared because she shows a face of like calmness and she jokes around. She's still ready to joke around. I mean, when they find that daycare and she's like, "Can we please just stay? Because there's stuff to do here." Yeah. Like, ah, oh, so childlike. Even though she's much older than Sam, mm-hmm. she's closer to Sam than she is to Joel. Yeah. So it's true. like having this in her life is like so nice, and we know she's lost so much, and it's so heavy. I wish we had gotten more <sighs> of that community. That I know. Under- uh, yeah, underground. I would community. like to have seen a little more about well, it, but they had that whiteboard that said, "If you hear this single noise, run to your hiding spots." Right. And it was like, "Don't be loud," and all these other things. Uh. And I was like, "Oh, this sucks." <laughs> I, I drew. I almost drew parallels between that and like the school shootings we have nowadays, where it's like they have to be so on edge and right. on alert now, mm-hmm. where if they hear a certain alarm, they yeah. have hiding places to go to, and, and it's, it just reminds you of, like the tragedy that kids mm-hmm. are facing. And that's how bad the Kansas City QZ was, right? It's better to be underground on our own. Yeah hiding mm. than to even be in this like Fedra's place. You mentioned that last week about Ellie po- like as a woman also in the mm-hmm. situation, a possibility of being like assaulted, you have to watch out for like even just men yeah. that are in the yeah. area or women. And um when 
uh, Henry said that he was like they were raping, murdering, right. doing everything to everybody. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is their first time talking about it out loud that they are assaulting people also with yeah. accusies. Yeah, this is not not great, not great stuff. Um, well, we have lots more to talk about this episode. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsors real fast. Uh, in a world, in our world, in the year 2023, we're fortunate enough that we're not we don't have these like cordyceps running around, right? We don't have to worry about that. As far great. as we know. Things are great. We, we don't have that awfulness happening, but we do have one awfulness happening, and that's high phone bills. <laughs> Thankfully, there's Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile was the first company to sell premium wireless service online only. You order from home and you save a ton with phone plans starting at just 15 bucks a month. Lots of your, us here at New Rockstars have switched to Mint Mobile. It's great. You can keep your phone. You can keep all your contacts. You have that unlimited talk and text. Great data. High speed 5G network. Boom. 15 bucks a month. That's great. Uh, how is Mint Mobile able to do this, you might ask yourself? Well, they went online only. They don't have like the traditional retail stores that add more costs to your phone plans. They, they got rid of that and they passed the savings right on to you. Hmm. Like I said, you can get that unlimited talk and text, high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily in minutes. You can switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service today starting at just 15 bucks a month. To do that, all you gotta do uh, is go to mintmobile.com slash breakroom. That's mintmobile.com slash breakroom. Uh, you switch to that plan for 15 bucks a month and then you get that, you get a ship right to your door for free. Uh, cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash breakroom. We also want to thank Factor for sponsoring the show today. Thank you for the applause. Just a quiet one. <laughs> quiet clap. Time. Uh, we also want to thank Factor for sponsoring the show today. There's nothing worse than wrapping up a long day at work, only to go home and face like a long night of cooking dinner. I hate it. I don't want to chop up my food. I don't want to decide what to eat. I don't want to go to the grocery store, deal with all those people. Some people are wearing masks. Some people aren't. You go to the produce section. I don't know what a ripe pineapple is supposed to look like. What do I do? What do I do? Get Factor and not only skip that awful trip to the grocery store, but you can skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up afterwards. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. And all you have to do is heat and enjoy. What if I'm keto? Well, Anna, if you are keto, and I strongly suggest that you're not, uh, <laughs> they do have meals that are keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie. They're full of protein. These meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. They're not these wimpy little heat up meals. They're good. They're filling. You're going to feel great. They have 34 chef prepared, dietitian approved weekly options every week. There's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Head to factormeals.com slash breakroom50 and use code breakroom50 to get 50% off your first what? box. What is that? 50% off your first <gasps> box. All you got to do is go to uh, factormeals.com slash breakroom50 and enter code breakroom50 to get 50% off your first box. Beauty. I'm applauding via ASL. Oh, I do like, yeah, yeah, ASL applauding. Love it, love it. Anna, this this show isn't exactly like the video game. What were some changes in this episode from the game? Well, Brandon, I'll tell you some similarities and some differences. Oh, okay, great. So this is your warning. If not, we're not going any further than the show has covered, but if you want to play the game totally clean, now's your chance to mini spoilers, click off. Um, so... 
Like most of these episodes, uh, except episode three, uh, this followed a lot of the same beats as the mm. game. However, there were definitely some uh, details that were left in, left out, things that we want to talk about. So we gonna talk about those. Oh, you want to go We're gonna talk about okay. those. All right. Um, so the first thing, and maybe we should have mentioned this last time, I don't know, but we'll talk about it now, is that the way that they run into Henry and Sam mm. for the first time is different than in the game. Uh, in the game, Joel is like climbing through this window of an apartment building when Henry uh, comes around with a gun, like okay, takes him yeah. by surprise, uh, but Joel kicks his ass and is like beating his face on the ground, and then Sam comes in with the gun, and only gets in with a knife, it's a whole thing, uh, but they don't sneak up on them in the middle of the night. Mm. Um, so that's a little bit different. Uh, they also never talk about in the games that their guns weren't loaded. For mm. all we know, they absolutely were sure. loaded. Uh, so that's new. Uh, in the game, they weren't originally from Pittsburgh or Kansas City. Uh, they were actually from Hartford, traveling with this group that decided to enter the city in order to scavenge. Uh, but they were ambushed by the, well, <coughs> in the show now. Whoever the, those, yeah, like, whoever raider, was They're not raiders, hunters, I don't hunters, know. Hunters. Yeah, generic people. bad guys. They were ambushed. <laughs> Uh, so, so that bit is new. The the part about them living in the city and Henry having to get leukemia medication mm. for his brother is absolutely new. Uh, not only because Kathleen's character is completely new to the show, but because Sam doesn't have leukemia in the game. Um, he also isn't deaf. That's a, that's that's a new a detail. Uh, he's also in the game about Ellie's age. He, Ellie says she's 14 when he asks. He's like, me too. And Henry's like, oh, are you? And he's like, well, I'm <laughs> close, so probably about 13. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know whether this change was made in the show because they just wanted to find the right actor and base the age yeah, on Yeah, it might have been what like, or... Jessica was saying with like... I think he just won the role. The right actor. Yeah. yeah. The, the casting was for 8 to 14, so... Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm, I am curious, though, if they, if they found the right actor and base the age off that, or if they were like, we do kind of want to go younger for this mm. particular character in the show. I don't know. Who knows? They might say in the podcast, <laughs> we're not there yet. Uh, so there's also a moment in the game where they go into a toy store, the four of them all together grouped up, uh, and Sam wants to take a little Transformer toy with him, but Henry is like, nah, can't do that. He's a philosophy that they only take what they need, and he's mm. very uh, stingent about that. But Ellie sneaks it into her backpack and then later gives oh, it to him, so which sweet. is a, a very heartfelt moment. Yeah. Um, the order that they exit the city is is a little bit different. Uh, they they kind of escape and then they're climbing a truck and uh, Ellie and Joel help Henry and Sam get up on the truck and they manage to get Ellie up. But when they the the raiders are coming, mm. they're like, Joel, we don't know if we can help you. We got a piece out. And Ellie's right. like, what? And jumps back down. So they kind of leave him for dead. Uh, the raiders are ch chasing Joel and Ellie. They get to a bridge, a broken bridge, and Ellie's like, we gotta jump, even though she can't swim. And so they jump down, uh, and then we have like a, is Joel gonna die? Is Ellie gonna die? <laughs> kind of right. floating moment. And then uh, Henry and Sam end up saving them, pulling them to shore. And uh, that's when they team up again. So. That's a little different, too. Uh, regarding the tunnels, we spend a lot more time, which I wish we did in the show, too. We spend a lot more time in that underground community. Uh, we learn through a series of letters. They're, they're sort of like daily lives. It's very, like, it's very sad. It's very they make sad. jokes to each other, yeah. and, like, it's, it's very heartfelt. You can see how it was slowly getting worse, too, yeah, yeah, underground. Yeah. I guess things are running out. Um, we learn from a letter that uh, someone has accidentally left the door, one of the doors open, like, mm. one time and a bunch of infected get in and they all get separated uh, and then we come across a very grisly scene that they left out of the show where uh, we basically 
learned from a letter that one dude and I think three kids, this little group of kids uh, who are under a tarp, uh, he leaves in a letter like, we can hear, we're trapped in here, we can right. hear the infected trying to get in, I'll make sure that they don't suffer as they go. And so... Tough. It's very dark. Tough stuff. It's very tough. tough stuff. But I, I just think it's so um, meaningful. Yeah. Like I, learning about this little community down here and how they function, and it really like humanized them. Uh, yeah. And I felt, I felt that was a little missing. But hey, uh, one reference that I'm sure a lot of the gamers were thrilled about was the reference to Ish, uh, Ish in the game. For those who haven't played it, or who just didn't look at the letters, uh, he was kind of a comedic relief. Like we learned yeah. a lot about him. Uh, he's part of that underground community and. I think a lot of people were hoping to get him in the show, like an. Oh, as to an see like character. an ish. <laughs> yeah, and I almost thought that old man with the gun was going to be ish, ish, but he wasn't. Ish, stop shooting at us. Yeah. His name was Anthony. God bless Ish. Um, but you know, we got a little nod, so that's kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, in the game, there's a moment where Henry and Ellie get separated from Joel and Sam, and the two father-not-father father figures have a kid swap, mm. uh, which is also a new show on TLC. Uh, <laughs> and they get closer because of that. Right. Uh, we do have that neighborhood scene where the sniper is shooting at mm -hmm. them, but he's not working with Kathleen because Kathleen's dog, Kathleen doesn't exist. Uh, instead, he's a younger guy who Joel gets in there and he ambushes him. They get, they kiss, he can play that. And uh, they do have that moment where um, Joel is sniping, trying to defend everyone. Right. Uh, in the game, you're kind of defending everyone equally. In the show, yeah. I felt like they really mm -hmm. put an emphasis that yeah. Joel is only going to protect Ellie first and foremost. I also hated that part of the game. <laughs> It's, it's a lot of stress. Yeah. It's a yeah, stressful yeah. part of the game. Yeah, uh, and instead of a horde of a bunch of infected coming out from the ground, it's just three little infected yeah. that each tackle one wow. of them while Joel has to watch, uh, and that is where Sam gets bit. Um, so there's no bloater. There's no. It's only three infected instead yeah. of a giant underground rally. Um, but that moment of Joel sniping is very similar. Uh, this bloater doesn't throw spores at all, um, which makes sense because the creators have already said they're not really doing the spore thing. Uh, it almost, I thought they were going to go with the Shambler route where he hugs him and explodes, but uh, didn't, you know, ripped his head off. Equally effective in killing <laughs> someone, you know, what can you do? Uh, and in the game, finally, Ellie and Sam do have a moment where they talk about ending up alone and being afraid of that. Um, this conversation is obviously a lot more extended in the game because it takes some time to write on that magic yeah. pad in the show. There's good tension, though, as you're waiting to see what each person is mm, writing, which I really like. That's very true. Um, yeah. But they, they have that conversation where he says he's afraid. He's like, do you think they're trapped in their bodies? They have a conversation about like whether or not they go to heaven and mm. if Ellie believes that or not. And she's like... I, some days I do, some days I don't. Um, all Fungus Goes to Heaven? All Fungus Goes to Heaven? The sequel, the trequel. They did make a sequel to All, all Dogs Go to Heaven. Yeah, All matter. Cats Go to Hell! <laughs> <laughs> this is blasphemy against cats. I won't have it. Um, and Ellie doesn't sleep in the same room as... Uh, Sam, which would make sense because if he's not he dead, they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they would have, they would have, he would have immediately attacked her. Yeah. So it's basically just she wakes up, she's like, Where's Sam? Henry's like, I let him sleep in, and goes, she goes to check on him, and the attack happens. Uh, so because of the, uh, not because of this, there's also no uh, burial moment or I'm sorry note that we get at the end. It's just a cold, cold time jump to the fall cold instead. Cold time jump. Oh, wow, so, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Well, 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 well. <laughs> yeah, I think. All the changes made great, made a lot of sense. I love tying Kathleen into what's happened in the show, the way they tied Kathleen into this moment in the game and Henry and Sam all being tied together in that storyline. It was great. I really liked it. 
how it wrapped up. Uh, kill counts for this episode. This was a tough one. A lot going on in this episode. All right, we the people is what I'm calling the uh, the people who, who overtook uh, Fedra, uh, Kathleen's people, because uh, they write we the people on the trucks a lot. So I'm going to call them we the people. She also said, haven't you heard? Kansas City's free now. That was one of a, a very dark moment from her. Oh, my God. So, they killed about 30 people, federal people I saw them kill, including the informants and stuff. There's about uh, almost 20 kids sitting in that room. Obviously, they killed a lot more, but that's what I saw on screen. Okay. And then when the horde's coming out of the ground, they kill about 25 infected. Again, tough to tell. A lot of running around. A lot of extras just running back and forth in the background. Uh, that's what I could see. Joel does pretty well this episode. He kills three people, uh, three actual people, and then he kills like nine infected. I, I give him three because he shoots the woman driving the truck, uh, and then the truck explodes. There's another guy in the passenger seat. So I, I count that to Joel. That's math, baby. That's math. That's math. <laughs> That's, That's cold hard math. If he didn't shoot her, he wouldn't die. There you go. And Joel snipes about nine infected from what I can tell. Uh, we hear some more shots, but we don't see a body drop, so I don't know. He misses a bunch, too. Yeah, uh, a big talk saying that the other guy was <laughs> It's tough. That hey, I played the game. It's tough to hit everyone with every shot. Uh, plus, his hand still hurts. Um, Ellie kills one infected. Gets a little knife, uh, and it, and then the it's the second one. These are the infected attacking Henry and Sam. The second one, she knifes, and Joel finishes off. Uh, mm. So she gets the assist for that one. The infected <laughs> themselves, they get at least twenty, at least twenty of those. We the people, they killed it. Mofos mm -hmm. running around. Uh, they did a great. The bloater getting two good ones that we see on screen. Really great one, and the and the little girl getting Kathleen. Great stuff. Henry gets two. <laughs> no more talk about that. Uh, now we'll get into some full spoiler talk, so we can talk about game two. Talk about everything we know about this storyline. So, full spoilers, go away if you don't want to hear anything else. Let's talk about these bloater changes, okay? This blow. So, in the game, uh, specifically Last of Us Part Two, we also have shamblers who explode spores uh, in a slightly different way. They burst from their dead bodies versus a bloater who throws like grenades of spore balls, right? Uh, which is something we haven't seen in the show. And as you pointed out, like Craig Mazin is kind of, and Neil Druckmann have kind of indicated they don't want to do spores because it doesn't really make sense. I think they could be lying. Uh, I think we could see that come into play later. I like that Pedro Pascal was like, in Mandalorian, I can't wear a mask. And then in this is like, actually, you know what, I'll wear a mask. I, I should wear a mask. Uh, so we'll see if the spores come into it. But yeah, a little bit of a bloater change there. Uh, uh, Ellie does make those comments like earlier on uh, in episode two uh, when they're walking through b the Boston area and she's like, I heard there's, you know, infected that throw spores and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Tess and Joel kind of laugh it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but maybe they've just never seen it. You know, they only know what they know. Or maybe it's just a wise tale. Maybe it's and just an old wise tale. Because Ellie knew about the clickers and those turned out to be true, obviously. Uh, but yeah, we don't know if they'll get into shamblers at all. Are they going to save that for season two? Is that a thing they'll just do away with completely? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Ellie, Ellie trying to save Sam here. Uh, you know, obviously she fails at saving Riley, which is something we're going to learn more about as the season goes on. She's failed at saving Sam, right? Her blood didn't work there. Uh, she'll watch as she can't save Joel in uh, season two of this show, assuming they follow the game stuff. Uh, her parallel to like kind of, she's very parallel to like Kathleen in a lot of ways, right? Kathleen is a person who, who loves her brother Michael, is very different from her brother Michael in that like she's willing to do the dirty stuff, get the revenge. She's willing to tear up this whole town. After taking out Fedra, her number one goal is to get Henry and Sam, despite what her advisors, you know, Perry's saying to her, like, we shouldn't be wasting these resources. Resource management. Manage them. Uh, we shouldn't be wasting this, but this is her thing. She's so driven by revenge here, right? Ellie? 
No, a Kathleen. Kathleen. But Ellie will be driven by revenge in, in oh, part two, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So they, it's kind of an interesting parallel because Kathleen's a totally new character. Uh, so we're going to kind of see Ellie turn into Kathleen in a lot of ways, assuming like season two of this show follows like uh, The Last of Us part two. I think we could see a lot of similarity, uh, similarity there, right? I think... The whole conversation revolving around Kathleen not seeing it justified that Henry tried to save, like, would rat out the entire group just right. trying to save one kid. Mm -hmm. I think that's way more relevant of a comparison than we're going to get at the end of the season, mm -hmm. where the question is, is one kid's life mm -hmm. worth mm -hmm. the entirety right. of humanity? Right. Um, I was definitely seeing parallels there. I mean, that's a great point. Yeah, and when we get to the finale of this season, right, uh, and the effects of what happens in that finale are going to mess with Ellie for a long time because she's going to think that she's not a cure, right? She mm. sees it plays out in this episode, and then what happens in the finale, you know, she'll be told, like, oh, no, they couldn't fix you or whatever. Like, it, it didn't work, right? And so she's going to go on thinking she's not a cure, but maybe she is, you know, that yeah. she possibly could be. And instead, she's going to go on this, like, revenge mission. Uh, and we'll even see a little bit of that play out in this season with, like, the cannibals, right? When she hears that, like, oh, they're coming to get us or they're, they're looking for us, like, and she's going to have to turn on. She, she's going to find a community. She's going to think it's great and then learn that it's not so great. One other quick thing, like, uh, Joel in this episode hears, you know, from Henry, like, you were someone's father, right? Uh, now, this could be setting up, when Joel finally finds Tommy, he's going to, if they follow the game that they've, we've seen they've done so far in a lot of ways, Joel's going to try and pass Ellie off to Tommy uh, and, like, walk away from the situation. Ellie's going to hear that, be pissed off, maybe run away if they follow all that stuff. We'll, we'll have to see. But it's kind of setting that up, right? Like, uh, Tommy next episode is, is going to be like, no, you should, like, take care of her. Like, she should stay with you, Joel. And Joel being like, no, I don't want to be anyone's father anymore. But in the end, he's going to have to be her father. Like, he's going to have to take care of her. Uh, it's going to be an important thing. So it's like Henry's kind of telling him, like, no, you are, you're someone's father, you were someone's father, and you currently are someone's father. Mm. You're Ellie's father. The bond is being cemented uh, uh, one episode at a time. Yeah, Ellie ends up telling Joel, like, I'm not your daughter in the mm. game. She's like, I'm not your daughter, and Joel says, you're goddamn right, you're not. Like, <laughs> we've seen them get closer together, and it's so nice to see that, but we know from storytelling, like, they're going to have to go to a point where they're far apart mm -hmm, again. Sure. Uh, and then really, really come back together stronger than ever before. And it's going to be so hard to see that play out. I don't want to see it. I can wait. I can't. Just give me like three happy episodes in Look a row, here. please. As a, person, as a person without a dad, I love watching dads fail. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for this episode of The Break Room. We'll be back next week to discuss episode six. But we also do this show every day live at 3 p.m., oh, you guys, talking about all the nerdy stuff that you guys love and need to know. And on Sunday, we'll be going live right oh. after the Super Bowl. Oh, the big I, game. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about all the wild trailers we're gonna, uh, we're expected to see and get, and we're so excited about it. Follow me at Lulu underscore Clemens. Follow Brandon at Grin and Barrick. Follow Anna at It's Anna Vanston. Subscribe to The Break Room wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you guys on Sunday. Thanks for watching. Enjoy and survive. Enjoy and survive. It's a bad Okay.